Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, my name is Bryce Watts, and this is the NF Ladies Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk exclusively to the women in the NFL to learn about how they navigate this life in the league. The players are always the ones in the spotlight, but I want to highlight the women who are the support systems behind the scenes. Let's do it. Welcome back to episode 25 of the NF Ladies podcast. I am recording currently from a closet here in the place we were staying in Hawaii. So the audio is going to sound a little bit different because there is no carpeting in this place for obvious reasons because it would catch a bunch of sand. The boys are in and out of the beach daily. They're doing two sessions of surfing a day. I am reading my books and journaling because that's a thing that I like to do now and writing down restaurants from the places that we visited here and also in Atlanta because, you know, when you go back to a place and you're like, oh, what was that name of the restaurant? What did I get? Did I really like it? So now I will know and will be able to give great recommendations out to anybody who asks. So last week on episode 24, I had Shannon Johnson on. She was such a fun time. She actually, we have a lot of the same tendencies. We both photoshopped our face onto a football that our boyfriends were catching at the time in college. So I showed her that. That was pretty funny that I saw that. I'm like, hey, I actually did the same exact thing. But her and I talked a lot about what she does. She works in the social media, digital media space where she is a creator on TikTok. Her and Juwan are creators on TikTok. They have a massive following and that's actually how she makes money during season and even during off season. And we discussed about how people don't see TikTok as a really lucrative platform yet for some reason, maybe because it's so new to being accepted in the US. I know obviously it's not new. It was started in China, but it was new to us during the pandemic and during quarantine. People were looking for things to do and people picked up TikTok. Everybody thought it was a dumb app where people were just dancing. And I think that's actually what it was intended to be because it was musically before, I believe, but it got really big. She said she started back in 2020, like September of 2020, and now in February of 2022, they have about 2 million followers on TikTok. But we were talking about how people always think, you know, influencers and influencers on Instagram are able to make all this money, but they don't think, hey, I can also monetize on other social media platforms. One of those huge ones now being TikTok, because they do have a TikTok creator fund. You can do ads and there are different ways for you to make money if you've actually put time into it, because you can't just post every other day, post a couple times a week, like you are posting daily. I used to work with a company who we actually hooked up TikTok creators with big brands. So I kind of have some experience behind the scenes of doing that. And also I'm on TikTok, just making funny videos, not making any money. Obviously I don't have any following, but just putting videos on there of me messing with Chad because I like to mess with him. I'm making a couple right now here in Hawaii and he's just sitting there turning his head and laughing at me from the stuff that I'm doing, but it's fun. It's fun to do. So I'm back on TikTok, everybody. So go follow us. B-Rice. It's B-E-E-R-I-C-E. There was actually a video that she posted that I discussed with her saying, you people who are judging me on here for not having a job, 
don't know that I'm using this app that y'all goof off on to actually make money because people don't get that for some reason. They don't get that the branded content, the sponsored content is actually sponsored by that actual company and you aren't just getting freebies, you're actually making money from it because anybody can buy their own stuff. You can buy your own coffee, whatever. Like the boys, when they get these deals, I'm like, you can buy your own clothing. You don't do, you shouldn't do it for just clothing. You can buy all that stuff. You should be paid for your work. You should be paid for your time, just like models in the industry, just like people who actually do just that for a living. But they don't know that. So that's something that people during this offseason can start looking into. If you haven't already, TikTok is huge. Channing actually said that his Juwan's agency was the one that recommended that they get on TikTok because they saw in 2020 they were thinking, hey, this is going to get big. This can be a place where you guys can actually show your life, show what it's really like to be an NFL couple, not just what you see on TV. Show them what your relationship is like and make people interested in you outside of football because that is a really hard thing for you to do as a couple in the NFL and she had said that when Juwan was on practice squad and she would say oh NFL couple or life day in the life of an NFL couple people would say oh he's just on practice squad he is not in the NFL not knowing this can change any minute this can change for the biggest players in any minute based on politics based on a coaching change and a lot of stuff is actually happening like that this year the coaching changes and people want to work with the people that they know, the people they like. You know, if you have a team of coaches, you're going to bring those coaches over with you because that's who you've worked with. You work well with them and that's what you know works for you. So it sometimes doesn't really matter if you're the best player on the team, but her saying that people were giving her flack for that and now all of a sudden people are saying, oh, you're so cute. Your guys' relationship is so cute. You're the funniest NFL couple on TikTok. So giving her the kudos now, giving them the kudos now after them going through these silent struggles because nobody wants to share what they're going through. If they're going through a hard time, everybody wants to share after not while they're going through it because you don't really want to make yourself vulnerable. You don't want to put yourself out there. But it was really nice talking to her about that and just actually getting to know her outside of her social media platforms because we can all look at somebody's Instagram or their TikTok and judge them off of that, not even in a bad way, but think of them in a certain way, not knowing that if you, especially if you are making money off of it, you have a character, let's say, that works, that you know people want to see. You have a specific story that people want to see. You know a lot of the women play with the fact that people call them gold diggers, which they are clearly not gold diggers. They have their own jobs, but they play off of that and make videos that are funny and that actually can make them money through, let's say, the creator fund. So when you're calling them a gold digger, you're actually making them money. So who is really hustling here? All right, so a lot of stuff has been happening in the league, big football news to talk about. So the last two playoff games were pretty much the most exciting of the 2021-2022 season for me. That happened last Sunday, January 30th. So it was the Bengals versus the Chiefs and the Rams versus the 49ers. Chad and I actually were able to watch the game at a friend's house since we're in Hawaii and, you know, everybody has a smart TV, nobody has cable now. And I told him now, hey, we have to bring our Apple TV everywhere because we have all of our stuff signed in and it's really small and it's really easy to travel with. So 
note for you if you are traveling somewhere it is really easy to bring your apple tv you have all your stuff right there if you want to watch a game they're on the streaming services that you have i would totally recommend bringing that because then you can bring a little bit of home away from home but that chiefs Bengals game that one was crazy it was a great first game and a hard act for the next game to follow Obviously, football fans went into this game thinking that they already knew the outcome. You know, the Bengals versus the Chiefs. Everybody knows the Chiefs are a really good team. So they said, oh, this is in the bag. They got this. But surprise, things didn't go how anyone expected. When the Chiefs scored their first touchdown, I, I'm almost positive that I heard one of the commentators saying, I told Chad, he's like, I can't believe he said that. But I'm almost positive I heard one of them say, well, that's the game. So assuming that they got their first touchdown and all right, they're on a roll, they're going. Chiefs, Chiefs have this now that they've scored their first point. And I'm looking at the clock and there's like seven minutes left in the first quarter. So that was mighty hasty of him to be making that comment. And I was watching the highlights, the highlight replay, and they neglected to keep that comment in there. And I thought that was kind of funny because he was definitely eating his words at the end. I don't really... I don't even remember who said it, but you can't say that that win was a fluke because they came back from a deficit of three to 21. They held the Chiefs off and didn't even let them score another touchdown the rest of the game, although they did make a field goal, which allowed them to tie up the game at 24 to 24. Even with the Bengals catching up from that huge deficit, they brought themselves into overtime with the Chiefs and the Chiefs won that coin toss. So they got the first possession and this is when everybody held their breath because usually what it's been like is if you get the first possession, then you are going to win the game. And that is because of the rule that now they may potentially change. I don't know if they've come out and said that officially, but I know that people are talking about it, talking about how unfair it is and that rule being that if you are the first team in possession of the ball and you score a touchdown, the game is over. The other team does not get a chance to score. But let's say you kick a field goal, the other team is allowed to have a possession and they can kick a field goal to keep it going or score a touchdown and win the game. But meaning that if you don't get win the coin toss and the other team scores a touchdown, that's it. You don't get a chance. You're done. And people can make excuses saying, oh, well, they shouldn't have brought it into overtime or this and that, whatever it may be. You shouldn't have dropped the ball from the interception. But that's besides the point. The game is in overtime. We are in overtime now. The game starts anew and you should both get an equal opportunity. I just think that's a crazy rule. I didn't even realize that that was a rule until this year. And it happened so many times where it became a problem for teams and they were knocked out of the playoffs because of it. So we need to keep tabs on that to see if that will change this offseason. I think at least it's going to be a discussion that people have on, on the football talk shows. So the Bengals are going into the Super Bowl for the first time since 1988. That is 34 years. It was a great game and they beat the Chiefs at home. I mean, it was completely silent when they won the game. They were celebrating, obviously, but everybody was hushed because the Chiefs were beaten. And it was very surprising. I was thoroughly entertained by the game. It was really exciting. I'm glad that I got to watch that here. And I didn't just go out to the beach and hang out out there and get cooked. The Rams 49ers game was really good too, actually, and it was that second game, so tough act to follow. The main highlights that happened there, not so much as exciting, I'll say, as the first one, just because, I mean, I expected the Rams to win, and I think that's because I'm a Rams fan by default because I am in LA, you know, get that Rams fan, fan loyalty going. 
The main highlights happened here towards the end of that game. The Rams got up by three with a field goal, intercepted the ball from the Niners at the end, and that was the game. And the Rams were at a deficit as well for most of the game, and they came back late in the fourth to secure their spot in the Super Bowl. So the Rams will be playing at home in LA in the Super Bowl, and that is going to be amazing. I know that they're saying this year's Super Bowl tickets are some of the most expensive tickets for a Super Bowl, and I can only imagine that that has something to do with the fact that it is in LA and the Rams made it. I think the tickets were expensive before, but after the Rams won, I could only guess that everybody wants to go and see their team play in the Super Bowl. Good on you, Rams, for winning it and bringing it to LA so that we can be thoroughly entertained by you and your play. Also, for the ladies and the gentlemen, but I'm the one who checks the NFLPA and the ladies do for the most part too, I know, but we do get free tickets to the Super Bowl experience event on select days. I don't remember those exact days. I think it's like the 5th, the 6th, maybe the 11th, the 12th. So it's days like that, that we are able to go for free because we get tickets. So go check the NFLPA website for that. And on February 2nd, yesterday, the formerly known Washington football team has chosen a name finally. I think it's been two years that they've been the Washington football team that we just all resigned the fact that we thought that they were just going to be the Washington football team forever. But they are now the Washington Commanders. And of course, with the reveal of any new name or logo, people are going to create create endless memes about it. And <laughs> I know people who are already making fun of it. I mean, that just comes with the territory of creating a, lo a new logo, a new name. People aren't going to like it, and you're just going to have to get used to it over the years, and then it's going to become something where it dies down and every just everybody just accepts the fact. I personally think it's a pretty cool name, the Washington Commanders. I read an article about how they came about, how they came about to choosing the name in the process that they took. I think it was on the NFL website. It was actually pretty cool. They brought a bunch of their finalists. They, they bought a bunch of their finalist domains. So the names that they might potentially want for the team, they bought the domains and trademarks so that they wouldn't have to be people out if these names did get publicly leaked as stuff always seems to do. So people buying up the names and the team having to buy the names from those individuals and I'm sure trying to sell them for a ridiculous price. So that's something I didn't even think about, but reading the article, there were a lot of different focus groups. They talked to a bunch of different people. They talked to their coaches. They talked to Native American people. They talked to, I think they talked to fans. And I also believe that they took submissions, but they haven't officially released what the finalist names are. They did have a list saying, well, they are allegedly these names. I didn't even read that part because maybe half of them are right. Maybe half of them are, I don't know, things in the media. I know that they mess big things up sometimes. So I didn't even bother with the speculation. So that was something big that happened. And another big thing that happened, I don't remember when this was exactly, because it was leaked early, and you guys all probably know what I'm talking about. It is the Tom Brady retirement announcement. He retired this year in 2022. Every year there's people asking Tom Brady the, that question of when he's going to retire. He's joked about it on certain commercials that he's in 10 more years when he's talking to his wife. But now it is finally here in 2022. And huge news, obviously. It's frustrating that the info was leaked before he got the chance to release it himself. I'm sure that was a bit annoying, if not upsetting to him. After all that time and him not being able to say it first and it being leaked and everybody talking about it before, it's even his time or releasing letters or anything like that. So I'm sure lots of stuff will be coming out in the next few weeks. I'm sure... 
with him talking about why now, what's next for him, and stuff like that. I was on Twitter, and I saw he released a letter to somebody. I don't remember because he, he put out a couple different notes to Patriots fans and the, his his teammates and stuff on both teams. But somebody commented on, I think, when he just collectively talked to the fans instead of specifically addressing the Patriots fans and the Patriots organization. Somebody said, wow, this is really weird to me. It's kind of off-putting that he wouldn't even thank the fans of the Patriots. He's been there for so long. And then I scroll down and see later that he had actually posted something thanking Patriots fans specifically and thanking the organization at the Patriots, which he obviously did when he left as well. But just people saying stuff without having all of the information, like it was immediately disproved when I scrolled down on Twitter. And some people just shouldn't be commenting things on Twitter, things on social media, because it has nothing to do with you. And you haven't done any research. You see something and say, hey, I have an opinion based on zero research. Let me just post here for everybody to see and like and comment and share and retweet and retweet and talk about me or talk about a complete stranger with zero knowledge of the situation. And the last game of the 2021-2022 NFL season will be the Super Bowl, and it is Sunday the 13th, so in two weeks, and we will be watching the Rams versus the Bengals. Chad and I will actually be in Idaho for that game, so that will be fun to just actually be able to go to a completely different type of climate where we are going from straight sun to straight snow. We flew back from Atlanta and then we're at our place for a week and then picked up and went to Hawaii. And then we're going back for like one or two days to California and then flying straight out to Idaho. So we're just getting all of our traveling in early so that we can settle down and start training for training camp and OTAs and all that stuff that comes before season that people don't really think about. But the boys are pretty much thinking about this all year long and trying to have fun and relax while they can. So Chad Kahale and I have been in Hawaii for a little under two weeks now, and the boys have surfed every single day, twice a day, a morning session and an afternoon or sunset session pretty much. And I read, work out, journal, write my restaurant reviews I talked about earlier for myself, so all the normal things. And like I said earlier as well, I am starting to use TikTok again, and I forgot how much fun it is, so I'm making videos like that here, recording stuff, coming up with ideas while they're in the water, just because I like making videos, I like doing stuff like that. I've been trying to actually make more videos, like vacation videos or travel videos anytime we go somewhere, just so we can look back and remember. I didn't take a lot of videos or take a lot of photos last year, so I'm really trying to start anew this year, but I've already run out of space on my friggin' iPhone, and I ran out of the extra storage that I bought, the $1, like 50 gigabyte storage that I have on the iCloud. So I need to put some of that stuff on a drive, but it's so irritating having to purge your phone when you don't have any space. But, you know, most of that space really gets allocated towards messages because you don't think to delete your messages and you look in your settings and you're like, oh, shoot, there's 13 gigabytes worth of whatever in my text messages. So I just need to go through that and look at what I need to delete. But that's always annoying. That's always something you can do on the plane. Fun. While we've been out there, we have been able to make some surf friends. The boys seem to talk to anybody who is next to them when they are out in the water. So they've been surfing with a lot of different people. We actually are staying in a place above one of my childhood friends and his wife and their family. So we've been hanging out with them a lot. The boys have been going out to surf. I've been hanging out with his wife and their two girls and having a lot of fun doing that, playing dinosaur, all the fun things that you do with kids. So And they're adorable. So it's been... 
it's been fun for both of us. The grocery store sushi is bomb. We eat at least twice a day. It's just as good as the grocery store sushi you would imagine in Hawaii. I'm taking a lot of cool photos of them and they are making me look like a drumstick. Uh, the last couple days I've been trying to get them to actually get some good photos, good couple photos of Chad and I, because I haven't done that a lot last year. I am eating lots of shave ice and acai bowls with a little pudding on the top, a little cheesy pudding, really big fan of that. We went into Waikiki, so we bought... I went, I like going to different used bookstores. They have them in several different malls, but we went to one here that I found and we bought each other books without telling the other what they were. And after we bought them, we went out into the car and we exchanged them with each other. And one of the books, Chad got me a, I think how to remember things better, like different techniques and a book about, with a bunch of different cupcake recipes. I got him a book about sleep. I think it was published in 97, but he's really big on sleep, doing research, figuring out the best ways that he can get the deepest REM sleep and go into deep sleep and all this stuff. And he can tell me to get on my side of the bed because I'm pushing him off of it because I'm a starfish sleeper. But I thought it would be fun for him to look at the studies from back in 1997 and compare them to now and just see what the differences are now. I thought it would be cool for him to see the progression because you know, as science progresses, obviously does sports science and you realize that the things that you did when you were a kid playing peewee football aren't the things that you should be doing now or probably things you shouldn't have been doing then. So I bought him that sleep book and I also bought him a book called T-Rex Trying. It's the funniest book. I think it might be a kid's book, but it's about a T-Rex trying to do, to do different things. And since he has such tiny little arms and such a big head, he can't really do anything with it. There was one of him painting a house and the brush strokes were up and down at least one foot or two feet up to down. <laughs> and the whole house was unpainted. But it was a really cute book. And I think it was actually written or drawn by a dentist. But kudos to that guy. So I will have a nice little glow for Idaho since I get tan really fast. I... I think I got this tan in like two to three days and then I've been trying to stay out of the sun so much because you know when your skin just feels sensitive and you look at it when you're out of the sun and taking a shower at night you're like it's just it doesn't hurt because of a sunburn it's just sensitive and if you like rub it you can feel it and then you see your legs and they're still kind of red so I was trying to stay out of the sun a little bit and I've been inside just doing different things as well um doing different things that need to be done because we are going to go straight from here basically to and then to Idaho so I just need to get things done even though we are on vacation so I have that nice glow Chad actually gets tanned really really fast so he's pretty dark as well his hair's a little bit blonder he's been putting the sun bum lightning spray in it and so is Kahale uh it's been just like back in Houston without the football but all the heat and the surfing. So the boys are having a great time and Kahali is our roommate and will probably continue to be our roommate on and off for the rest of our lives since the boys are so into surfing now. They've hyped each other up on it and Chad got a really good wave, the best wave of his life and I wasn't there conveniently. But when I am out there, I am droning them trying to get some good stuff. But there's so many different places out here They'll point their finger to one spot and say, oh, this is this wave, this is this area, and then shift over four feet to the right and point to a different section and say, oh, this is this wave. But they all look the same to me. They all look deadly. They all look like you, they could pull me out. And I just don't know how they like getting pummeled over and over again. Um, 
but they've been surfing really big waves, the biggest waves of their life. And they have told me they don't know how they're going to go back to surfing California after this. But we do have a couple friends in California who really enjoy surfing as well. Some friends that we have from college and also guys from the league who Chad and Kahali were surfing with last year when we lived in Newport. So they will have people to surf with, but it just won't be the same, they said. I think that's pretty much everything from what I can remember of what we did in Hawaii. It's just really been a lot of relaxing, a lot of eating good food without sitting at a restaurant, just hanging out, reading books, um, getting some sun, and enjoying the first part of off-season since we have been here since January. Next week, I am having a guest come on who is a friend of mine, and she looks like she is going to have a great story. She's had a lot of stuff happening this past season, also in this past year for her and her significant other, so stay tuned for that. Uh, But that is the end of episode 25. I'm going to go walk outside now and get a little more batan before we leave tomorrow, but I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to episode 25 of the NF Ladies podcast. My intro and outro music called Not Ready Yet is written, produced, and sung by my friend Kira Grove. Again, my name is Bryce Watts, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.